the story behind Florida's Man in Black. I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Hello, and welcome back to all of our friends from around the world and across the United States. We are so happy to have you back with us. And uh, guys, you know what? It just it just warms me to see each and every one of you each and every week. Uh, it's just old friends, new friends. Ah, uh, oh, it's just fantastic. Uh, you know what? Oh, it looks. Hey, come on in. Look, we. we we got a few new people coming on up. Come on over. Don't be shy. <laughs> Go ahead, introduce yourself. Uh, oh, yeah, we do have room on the couch over there. Find yourself a comfy chair if you want to. No worries. And if you happen to have a bean bag, you can sit there too. Uh, and if you get a little thirsty or maybe need to nibble on something, I'm sure you have snacks and drinks in your fridge. So uh, come on in, make yourself comfortable. And if you're interested, you know, just saying, uh, every. Friday, we do have new episodes of really incredible stories. So if you want to and you really like what you hear, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Or if you want to, I mean, you know, doesn't bother me, you can go ahead and hit follow as well. And then that way, you'll be up to date on all of our new episodes. The moment that they land on YouTube, well, we do have it on YouTube, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast from. So... Come on in, and let's find out what today's story is going to be about. We're going to be, be talking, talking about? about a good friend of ours, somebody we knew uh, and was uh, not only friends with, but we worked with him extensively on a number of projects and films. And uh, that man's name was Charlie Carlson. The master of the weird. Yes, strange. master of the weird. And For Florida. Florida's man in black. Charlie was an author, a novelist, an actor, and a film producer. And he specialized in the paranormal, strange events and places, and many historical books. And he produced and acted in radio shows and movie productions that were related to that genre. And, you know, we first met Charlie when you were doing a very short uh, film uh, uh, called The Cleansing. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, we got to go back further than that because this is a, this is a whole different thing. So... We met Charlie at an event, and we started chit-chatting with him. And I couldn't tell you what the event was, um, but uh, we had spoken to him, and then I was going to do a project for school because it was around Halloween time, and everybody, when I was in photography, everybody who goes, goes to art school wants to do something very dramatic, especially when it comes to photography. They want to find, you know, people who are homeless or destitute or, you know, going through some kind of, you know, life crisis. Uh, and I, I don't take myself that seriously all the time. I think there's a time and place for that. But, I mean, it was Halloween time. What are you going to do? Oh, I know, ghosts. And so uh, we had uh, just started talking with him. And I had met, uh, my mom had actually uh, met somebody who claimed that their house was haunted because I was running out of options. I had had the idea, but didn't know where to go with it. And so we just kind of got lucky that there was somebody who 
came to a garage sale and said they couldn't go home because their house was haunted mm-hmm. by evil spirits. And I went, yes! And then I quickly had to calm myself. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And so um, we decided that uh, we would go there and photograph it. And then you said, what if we do a documentary about it? And we'll call it The Cleansing. And I said, all right, sure, why not? And But we didn't know any psychics because we thought, you know, if you're going to go and do a cleansing on a house, I don't know how to do that. You don't know how to do that. Let's get a psychic to do that. So we got, uh, you contacted Charlie because he had told us a lot of different interesting things about, uh, you know, with his books and people he knew. And Charlie, who was always a stand-up kind of guy, said, oh, yeah, I got a psychic for you. Just tell us where to be and when and we'll be there. And from that point, we became the best of friends and worked on a lot of projects together. And if you want to watch uh, The Cleansing, it's available free on the internet uh, for watching. So uh, The Cleansing, and you can see uh, Gary's yes. uh, short uh, film uh, that that we're talking about. Yes. It was very early in my career as doing documentary right. filmmaking. So there's a reason why it's free on YouTube. And you went on to do uh, something uh, even uh, more uh, complicated with Charlie called Henry Blackheart is dead. Tell us about that. That was, that was, uh, that was an attempt at trying to write. (laughs) Well, I didn't even write the script. I think, uh, we had an idea. Charlie helped to write a script for it. You had an idea that it was going to be like a training seminar for people to go ghost hunting this whole time. Uh, before we, we even did the cleansing, um, you said, Hey, before we go into a haunted house, why don't we get certified to be ghost hunters? So we found a college that actually had a, an elective class uh, in parapsychology. And both of us, you, you studied parapsychology, and I uh, studied paranormal investigation. And it was a lot of fun, and we got some equipment and stuff like that. And, uh, and we became certified uh, investigators. And, um, and then uh, we used all of that yeah. training and knowledge, and Henry right. Blackheart is dead. Right. So it's about an hour's worth of people sitting and listening to the training and about uh, 15, 20 minutes of us going through um, a house trying to, which was actually two different houses, trying to clean it uh, free of this spirit that opens up a portal into another dimension. Mm-hmm. And it had a just unbelievably crazy <laughs> ending. Yes, in fact, uh, at one point, uh, one of the actors broke the handle off my car door, to which I had to say it was already broken. Don't worry about it. I'll glue it back on later. <laughs> and then uh, the other thing uh, that um, yeah, there's so much to, uh, uh, that we were uh, connected with Charlie with that we can't uh, even begin to go through all of it uh, here in our podcast. But one of the other things I want to mention is he had a PBS show um, uh Weird Florida on the road again because Charlie was the author of this extremely popular book that comes out every Halloween season called Weird Florida. Yeah, well, actually, you can buy them anywhere. Uh, it's it's part of a, an American series called mm-hmm. uh, Weird U.S. And so what they did was they contacted authors in all 50 states and had them put down what makes their state so unusual? And it was actually part of a TV series that I think was either on the History Channel or um, A&E uh, called Weird U.S. And Charlie 
was picked to be the author because he had so much history and had already written some books um, on his own about unusual things about Florida that he was contacted to um, to be the author for the state of Florida's weird Florida book. Yeah, and he was pretty. Uh, he was uh, fairly well known, uh, not only from the book, but he played Professor Charles Morehouse in the Sci-Fi Channel's Curse of the Blair Witch. Yeah, that was the uh, the pseudo documentary about the fake documentary. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's he's in that, and he's also on the DVD too because they put that in as a special feature, mm-hmm. which is funny because every time we watch it, we know who that is. Yeah, and so his his book weird florida which is a bestseller to this day came out in 2005 so it's been around for a while and folks don't go away we're going to share two of the stories from charlie carlson's weird florida at the end of this podcast i think he did didn't he do two wasn't there a weird florida part two um yeah i think so and he did one called strange florida before that in 1999 so yeah, i think that's what kind of everything strange and weird you can trace back to charlie especially if it's connected with florida because he he was the number one folklore storyteller in the state yes he was and unfortunately uh, we lost charlie back in 2015 um, but um, he was uh, one of our top friends absolutely uh he did a pbs a uh, couple specials for pbs called weird florida uh on the road or on the road again yeah and wasn't one of them weird florida roads less traveled yeah weird florida roads less traveled and then the second one was weird florida on the road again and he asked me to uh, play a part in that one uh, weird florida on the road again now i have to tell you most of the people that appeared in these with charlie were real people telling real stories Except for you. I was the one ringer, the one professional actor that was in the, the show yeah. that was not who I was, uh, you know, presenting yeah. to be. And so the, he had me down in New Smyrna Beach, Florida, on a bench, and uh, he was walking along doing his uh, shtick and came across me and thought he'd ask me a, a question on how I felt about aliens. And I put the newspaper down and I told him I believed in aliens beyond anything and went blah, blah, blah. I went <laughs> off the deep end and, and I was, I mean, I was the crazy person in the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he passed me off as a real crazy in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie was really into that kind yeah, of comedy, yeah, the, yeah. the very kind of silly slapstick, oh, uh, goofy yeah, yeah. kind of humor. Goofy, goofy. You know, he was in the U.S. Army. He spent two tours in Vietnam with the 11th Armored Cavalry Division. That's the Black Horse, the famous Black Horse Division. And then he retired as a command sergeant major after 25 years. He actually uh, won a decoration, Gary, the uh, United States Legion of Merit. So, you know, some of the things he did in life were far from goofy. Oh, yeah. But after his retirement, he went on to become a showman of outdoor attractions and he owned his own circus sideshow for a while, as you well know. Oh yeah, well, I mean, that was his. That was his love. His love was the circus. He was a hundred and ten percent a showman. Yes. He loved all that kind of stuff. In fact, uh, during his time in Vietnam, I'll never forget these stories. He ran an uh, an underground circus in Vietnam. I know, isn't and that wild? Yeah, and he worked with these two um, German uh, little people mm-hmm. who would smuggle things in for him and uh that he would use and stuff and and he would put on shows regularly and uh but 
he, he, I think he had more fun doing those kind of things during his time in the service. And then he did have one scary moment that I remember he, him telling us about. Uh, he was uh, in a truck and they were driving and they're in this Vietnamese jungle and Charlie, being Charlie, he uh, saw these little bowls that were on the sides of trees and they were collecting sap or something. And he thought, my gosh, that would make a great souvenir. So he went and he started to take the bowl. And then all of a sudden he hear this pew, 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 realized that he had he was taking some uh i don't know it was like a rubber tree uh, farmer or something like that and they started shooting at him so he left the bowl and jumped back in the truck and i think that was his uh his only experience of being <laughs> shot at but uh but most of his time was spent you know just doing some very interesting things and probably you know the most worthy thing he did was bringing some entertainment to people who were in a situation where you you really needed to have a break from what you are dealing with every single day in a country that you're not from. And, you know, although his uh, most famous work is always going to be Weird Florida, uh, he, he did, um, he was very proud of the novel he wrote called Ashley's Shadow. Yeah, based on a true story, too. Yeah, so um, Ashley's Shadow we recommend to you folks, uh, and certainly Weird Florida as a, a couple um, must-reads. Uh, and then you'll become familiar a little bit with Charlie Carlson and his contribution as a folklorist storyteller extraordinaire. You know what? I think we, it would be very interesting to do uh, an episode on Ashley's Shadow, the, the book, and then uh, talk about um, the actual case because that is like the Black Dahlia of Florida. Yeah. And if you know what the, the story of the Black Dahlia is, that took place in, uh, I think, Los Angeles or somewhere in California. Um, but it's a cold case. It's a Florida cold case. That was, it has never been solved. So there's that mystery that surrounds it, but then there's also a ghost story that surrounds it as well. Yeah. And that's what Charlie's book is about. It's a fictionalized version of, you know, solving the case of what happened to this, this person, Jane Doe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, like we say, Charlie was, um, gosh, he was just, uh, he was just a powerhouse, uh, very uh, charismatic, very charismatic, very friendly. And he sure did uh, support everything you were involved with, Gary, at the time. Always. And he never, ever, um, you know, missed an opportunity to promote you and your work and include you and give you the spotlight and give you the credit. Where And this was very helpful in you establishing your career. Yeah, well, Charlie was a very giving person. He, uh, he always made sure to take care of his friends. Mm -hmm. He was a very loyal friend. Anytime we worked on a project, he always offered uh, his home for us to do uh, filming or photography or whatever. And um, he was just really fantastic. And when I was working, and it, it was right around the time when he, he passed, but I had told him I was working on a, a, my first script for my own scripted movie. And... Um, Charlie was very excited about that. And he said, if you want any helps with writing or somebody to edit it or look over it, let me know. I'd be happy to help you. Isn't that great? Yeah. And then the other thing we haven't mentioned, he was he was absolute up there, number one, as an animal lover. Yeah, he, he big animal lover. He loved his animals. Yes, he did. His, his uh, backyard, he had it certified as a sanctuary. Yeah. And he had deer, gopher tortoise, and uh, I mean all sorts of different things that would go through his backyard. 
He took care of all those animals, made sure nobody bugged him or anything. He did. He did. And his wife, Dot, who passed away before he did, uh, she was uh, she rescued squirrels. She did. They actually had a pet squirrel. Yeah. So uh, Charlie Carlson, <clears throat> a number one uh, person, you couldn't uh, you couldn't find any better. And folks, uh, we recommend you uh, read his book Ashley Shadow. You read his book Weird Florida. And now we're, we're going to finish our podcast, Gary, with a couple stories from Weird Florida. Do tell. The first one we're going to tell, oh, I wish we had a little bit of kind of creepy music. The first one we're going to tell is called The Devil's Mill Hopper. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> now. Wait. Wait, that's, that's. The th there we go. Do it again. Say it again. Say it again. I got, I got the sounds up now. The Devil's Mill Hopper. <laughs> Does that set the mood for you a little bit better? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And as the listeners can tell, uh, we're uh, strictly off the cuff here. You never know. Right. Where, where I'm just what using direction whatever, we're going to go. <laughs> using whatever sound effects I have available to right. me right now. Okay. The Devil's Mill Hopper. This takes place northwest of Gainesville, Florida. And it's really a gigantic funnel-shaped hole. It's 500 feet across and it is a whopping 120 feet deep. Oh, that's deep. Mm -hmm. Now, people claimed that the hopper from a pioneer grist mill, um, and you know, a hopper is the one that feeds corn. Yeah, it's those like the almost like those giant silos, yeah, right? To the yeah. hopper uh, actually fed bodies to the devil. Oh my gosh! Now. What uh, what probably uh, started this thinking was uh, the discovery of some ancient bones. Oh, so it was like a burial pit almost? Could be, yeah. And that only added to their belief in a what they called a portal straight to hell. Oh, my gosh. Now, there was a traveling evangelist, and he noted, it's the gateway to hell, the devil's own door. Gary, you want to visit it? No. You want to jump in? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> if so, you'll sounds be, like a horrible <laughs> idea. Yeah. Well, if so, you're going to be swallowed up uh, be, uh, by an aquifer that's directly beneath the hole. <laughs> you can go down, but you can walk down 236 steps to a wooden platform. Oh, well, that sounds pleasant. If yeah. you dare. If you dare. And you can view. Uh, humongous sinkhole that archaeologists say goes back 10,000 years. So it's pretty much a sinkhole that goes down to an aquifer. Yeah, and it's been around for 10,000 years. Now, Charlie uh, writes that the Devil's Millhopper shows us how dangerous Florida can be because <clears throat> sinkholes can open up anywhere in the state. And he mentions this in Weird Florida in the 1970s. A sinkhole opened up in Winter Park, Florida, and it swallowed yeah. an entire city block. That's true. Yeah. This is true. An entire city block. A car lot with expensive cars, everything disappeared into the earth. Isn't that something? That's so weird. And where that happened today, it's a lake. You know, I think it would be interesting uh, to scuba dive down in there I, i'm sure you and would see some the very interesting city stuff. block yes. mm -hmm. i'm okay. sure you would find some interesting stuff down there oh yeah 
Now, as far as the millhopper sinkhole, this is true too. There's some slimy creatures that look like big salamanders. Yeah. And they crawl out. Uh-huh. Uh, they're blind because, you know, so far down they live in darkness. You're right. They don't need light. Yeah. Now, that aquifer is a big storage tank for drinking water. So there's all of these giant salamanders who are swimming around in drinking water. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, just think. Ew. We have slimy creatures swimming around in our drinking water. Good thing I have a uh, water filter on the tap. (laughs) Yeah, right. So anyhow, that's one of the many stories in Charlie Carlson's Weird Florida, folks, that I think would entertain you no end. And so... Uh, We highly recommend the book. We're going to finish with one last one, Gary, which is a little bit odd. Okay. I'm I'm good for it. Of course, everything Charlie uh, wrote about was a little bit odd. Sure. This one is about the most stolen city sign in Florida. Really? Yeah. Uh, And so this doesn't happen in Miami. It doesn't happen in Daytona Beach or Orlando. No. It happens in a little place called Two Egg, Florida, which I never heard of until I read Charlie's story. Could you imagine telling people you live in Two Egg, Florida? Where are you from? (laughs) Two Eggs. Two Egg. No, not Eggs. Two Egg. Two Egg. Yeah. Where are you from? Two Egg. Two Egg. Now, Two Egg isn't much of a city or town. The locals say that if you blink while you're passing through, you're going to miss it. It's kind of like Christmas, Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, the center of this small rural community, uh, it's in Jackson County, by the way, it features a general store called Lawrence Grocery. Okay. It has two gas pumps out front. You know, a picture in your mind, a vintage general store, gas pumps. Okay, I'm I'm visualizing that right (laughs) now. And that's uh, the main business in Two Egg, Florida. Okay. Um, So anyways, uh, Charlie met the owner, uh, Nell King. And he was able to buy a moon pie there in the store. You know what moon pies are. I love uh, moon pies. Yeah, that's uh, the standard for college students for the last half century or more, especially when they're cramming, you know, uh, throughout the night exam. Eat your moon pies. Moon pies and Mm Coca-Cola. Yep. So he listened to her historical narrative of the town of Two Egg. And probably sometime in the 1800s, it was a sawmill camp named Allison. There was a local resident named Will Williams. And this is incredible in and of itself. Will had no less than 46 children. Really? (laughs) Can you imagine 46 children? I'm not kidding, folks. 46 children. That's a lot of kids. This is not a fairy tale. Somebody was busy. This is Will Williams, a real person in Two Egg, Florida, who had 46 children. Now, obviously, he had more than one wife. He had three wives. Oh, obviously. Wait. Okay, so he had three. Was he married to three of them at the same time? I don't think so. I think he wore them out one at a time. And uh, he also had scores of chickens scores and scores of chickens because okay so many kids you had to be able to feed them so and these were hard times when will willis uh, williams was uh, you know back there probably in the 1930s or 20s um money was scarce and williams would send a couple of his children with the eggs to barter for other things into allison into the town sawmill camp okay and so one day a traveling salesman was uh in the store, and he saw them swapping eggs for candy. And he declared to the store owner, 
we'll just call this place two egg. And, and that was it. That was it. Now, Charlie drove out of two egg. Uh, as he drove out, he noticed an abandoned gas station across from the grocery and on the vintage pumps, it declared gas for 29 cents a gallon. Really? Yeah. Those days are gone. Oh yeah. No, that's, <laughs> we're rocking out at close to $5. A yeah. Gallon. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, that's the story of Two Egg Florida, and they've had a hard time keeping their city signs because people find them so weird that they steal the signs. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That somebody's doing a drive-through. There's a video on YouTube of it, and it's okay. literally there. You go, folks. Uh, check that YouTube. Just out. a tiny little stretch of road two with a few egg, houses and some stuff. Two Egg Florida. Check it out on uh, on YouTube, like Gary's doing as we speak. Yeah. Oh. Well, I tell you what, Gary. Interesting. I think that uh, Charlie Carlson, a fine 100% human being, and he has provided us with some entertainment that we will always have. Absolutely. Absolutely. A good friend of ours and a great entertainer. Yeah. Until next time, though. I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And this was a story about an incredible person. Yeah, this one was for you, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs>